You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Yo, what's up, crew, crew? Howdy, 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 howdy. Hope everybody's having a good June. Hope everybody's having a good quarter. We are almost done with quarter two of 2019. What's up, Doug? You guys can hear me. Say what's up. How's life, everybody? You guys having a good June or nah, not so much? A little teaching for you today, and I'm going to let you go. This is Friday, and it doesn't look like anybody's working here anyways. Everybody just dipped out. Something I've noticed in the past few weeks Well, I've actually noticed this for longer than the past few weeks because I've studied successful people for years. In fact, you look on my desk and uh, I've been studying people who make more money than I do for a long time, a long time. And one of the things that I've been thinking about and mulling over this week is how quickly successful people make decisions, decisions, how quickly they make decisions, how fast they are to pick themselves up and uh, make another decision and move right along. And, you know, when you, if you come into our offices here, it's awesome because we have a huge operations pit out in the middle and we got operations people. People don't know how much work goes into sending 70,000 pieces of direct mail a month and spending $450,000 in ads a month. And, stewarding and sheltering the clients that come in from that want to learn how to do what we do and people don't have any clue how many staff we have to fulfill this we literally have a whole team of people that exist to take care of clients but it's awesome because over in the corner we've got all of these people these are the guys you know and love Peyton and Cole and Lexi and Josh and they exist to take care of people who are interested in information and they just talk to people all day they just say hey what do you need what what can I help you with Oh, we, you know, we have a piece of training for this. Let me send you a piece of training here. And, and it's shocking to me because I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I pull the, re- the recordings and I listen to them for the purposes of training, obviously. I want people to get better. And it blows my mind how people spend most of their energy today trying to decide, trying to decide. It's like a full-time job, trying to decide, trying to decide. Should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? Should I not do it? And they go back and forth. And they're just trying to decide, trying to decide. And this is something that I've noticed about people who are at the top is they make decisions really, really quickly. I think people are so afraid today to make a bad decision that it ends up making them make no decisions. And they end up looking back at the end of 15 years and realize that the, the reason that they didn't make any decisions is because they were worried about failing and in doing so, they actually created the biggest failure of all, which is being nothing, being irrelevant. Nobody will care who you are. Nobody will remember you. And it's a sad thing. You've got to be aware of the inner crook that is sitting on your shoulder trying to convince you to avoid risky things. Risk is your ally. Risk is your ally, not your enemy. Now, there are stupid people who take stupid risks, but you got to be surrounded. You got to make sure you're in a position where you're surrounding yourself with people who have what you want to have. 
it's not shocking to me that you don't know what to do to get what you want because I didn't know what to do to get what I wanted when I first started out either. I was just like you. I was the guy who was trying to figure out how to sell $99 newsletters and then I would discount my newsletters to 67 and I would discount my newsletters to 37 doing anything I could because I didn't know how to sell them. And uh, it wasn't until I, I acknowledged the fact that, look, I'm not trending in the right direction, y'all. I'm not trending in the way that I want to go. And I don't know what I don't know. Made an investment, didn't work out. Made another investment, didn't work out. Made another investment, and it did work out. There's another mistake people make is they compare me now to me then, and it's not fair. You look at me, and you're like, man, it's easy for you to say. Look at this. Look at this place. There you got these big offices, and you got this the staff, and you know thirty, forty thousand dollars a day, and you have real estate now, which is interesting. I can update you on that. We got about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in uh, cash contracts right now, blowing up the worlds. But I wasn't this way back in the day, and that's who you need to look at. You need to go back. Don't look at just the people who are at the top and say, "Well, how do I do what they're doing now?" Look at what they did then that created who they are now, and what you'll find is that most of them, they had to make some risky bets at the beginning. They had to use risk wisely. And most of them didn't get what they wanted at first. Not everybody gets, in fact, hardly anyone gets a winner on the first one. Going back in time and looking at people who are successful now and modeling the decisions they made then and uh, using that as a roadmap to get what you want. Most of the times people say they want something, but they actually the person that they are is not worthy of getting what they want. I heard this quote one time. It said, if you're not struggling, you're not struggling and feeling, you know, at times scared and pressure, then probably what you're trying to get is not worthy of you. Resistance is such a good indicator of progress. Resistance is such a good in indicator of progress. Through adversity comes strength. Through adversity comes strength, strength all the time. Anyways. KC, would you offer a risk-free guarantee? Yeah, it depends on what it is. If it is a, uh, you know, a product that's lower ticket, 100%. We do risk-free guarantees on all of our products up front. And uh, to an extent, sometimes with our higher price products, it kind of depends on who it is. You know, if someone comes to us and they're like, I've never had a business before and uh, I don't have an expertise and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not even a valuable person, can you help me in CK risk-free? No. No, we cannot. Yeah. Offers, if you offer CFO services, you know, I don't know. It depends on what your pricing is. And I don't really love risk-free guarantees if you're doing services because then it's like you can't get a refund on your time. You're not going to, nobody's going to refund you on your time. So I would say services is something I wouldn't offer a guarantee, but you could work with someone until they're happy. Guarantees are just another way of making someone feel more safe, like they can trust you. A lot of different ways to bake that cake. Hit me with questions if you got them. Ben says, I've had my share of embracing risk, especially when I see the value and obvious ROI from it. What's funny is that ROI is, comes in a lot of different packages. We'll, we'll pay Jay Abraham for the rest of our lives to mentor one-on-one -on -one with him. And when you first start mentoring with someone, there's this huge torque. You have all of this growth. It's like whiplash because it's like, oh, brand new ideas, brand new topics, brand new everything. And you have, all, you have this spike of ROI but I've noticed what people do is they'll come up after a year and they'll be like, well, you know, the ROI is not there as much because the ROI can depreciate. That doesn't mean that it's not a wise investment. So the ROI of us and Jay has depreciated a little bit, 
because it's not brand new anymore. And we've heard his concepts for two years now. We've spoken with him about the same things for two years, but the ROI is still there, but it's depreciated a touch because it's not brand new. We're not getting all this torque from it. That doesn't mean that it's not a wise investment. So sometimes the ROI isn't obvious. You got to be able to uncover hidden pockets of ROI that aren't just like in your face. And I think that's the difference between somebody who's sincerely well off long term versus someone who might be doing well now, but they're not secure. Some random thoughts on there. Daniel says, I just started my agency. What would be your biggest outreach tip to getting that first client? Dan, we have probably a ton of agencies in this group who are all probably really good, but obviously I am biased towards the traffic and funnels way of hyper organic. It, obviously part of it depends on who your market is, but we have people who are, that are running 70 grand a month through their agencies with no paid ads. You add paid ads on top of it and it can shoot up to four or $500,000 a month. I think Steenberg is cracking 100K and um, Alaric cracked 100K. These, these guys run agencies and their clients. Obviously, I'd love to talk to you about being a client, but biggest outreach tip at the beginning is make sure you can tell people about the value of what you do, whether that's through paid advertising or whether that's through posting on your wall, whether that's through direct mail. We can figure that out with you. You notice more and more that the people who are winning, yes, they know how to do marketing and they know how I saw someone post in the group who can't sell a $27 course. It's like, man, you may need some help on, on some marketing, but you read through his post and he says, I'm doubting myself and considering giving up. Most of what you see in successful power players is not just because they learned marketing. It's because they learned how to steward their energy and their belief in themselves and they learned how to hold their ego at bay and learned how to stay humble and hungry and they learned how to develop self-awareness and there's all of these different things and that's the beauty of something like CK. It's cognitive reprogramming from the ground up. It's not just advertising. It's not just marketing. It's like, hey, here's how you're thinking about yourself that is damaging to your ability to produce because marketing is just production. If you want to be a marketer, you're going to have to be a producer, not a consumer, a producer. That's what it is. I sit in this office and I create material and I create frameworks and I come up with strategies and we test them and we test them for clients and we test them for TF and sales mentor and for real estate and I am a producer and my number one risk is not oh, all of a sudden I'll forget how to do marketing. It's that I'll wake up one day and I'll have these doubts that creep in and I don't know how to deal with them and I don't have anybody to look up to. That's the biggest risk way bigger than marketing issues, way bigger. In fact, if you're in a position trying to grow a business and you don't have anybody that you're look at, looking up to that you work with, you are, by definition, a stupid person. Sorry, don't get mad at me, get mad at yourself for being stupid. If you're trying to build something, you don't have a role model, so we call stupid. Write it down, S-T-O-O-P-I-D. Doesn't mean I hate you, doesn't mean I'm mad at you. Just means you're stupid. You can learn to be smart. Surround yourself with people that make you strong. Surround yourself with people that lift your eyes up and give you an idea of what could be and should be. Stop staying stuck in the old. It's funny, if you're an alcoholic, the worst thing you can do is go to a bar every night with the same old friends, the same old drunks. You make a decision, you're going to clean your life up, you're not going to be an alcoholic. 
you go to a bar every night, you're stupid. That's what we call you. Just being real. It's no different than when you make a decision to, I'm going to make more money and I'm going to be successful, but you stick around the same old friends and the same old town and the same old, it's the same thing. You're relying on sheer discipline and force of will to lift you up and escape velocity. It's not going to happen. It's just never going to happen. Kyle says, want to hear what cigars you're smoking? Man, I love the Imperiosas. We've gotten a lot of those. That's one of the ones that you sent me. Um, obviously, anything Padron, I'm a fan of. I don't know. If, I don't know if Padron is like something to be proud of, or I don't know. I've, from some connoisseurs, I've heard that that's like the beginner cigar, and then from other people, I've heard like it's a good classic. I don't know. <laughs> I love anything Padron. La Imperiosas are are great as well. I get I get a couple of Imperiosas every time I go in. Amanda, how many products do you think an online store needs to start advertising? Would fifty be good? One one would be good. Purple mattress started with one product. You don't need fifty. You need to be advertising as soon as you want new customers. It's not a limit on how many products you have. Brandon says I'm in CK and growing my agency. Should I go for group model? Like CK is recommended by Andrew. I think that Andrew's if he's met with you, he knows your skill level, he knows your experience, he knows what's going on, and if he gave you that advice, I would do it. Andrew's responsible for a couple eight figures in revenue from clients, so he's a pretty smart cookie. Good copywriter, knows what he's doing. All right, well, it's been 20 minutes. I showed you my bourbon, and uh, we talked about cigars. We talked a little bit about mindset. Hope you got some good gold nuggets from this. I posted earlier, I said that we haven't really gone live as much because we've been like busy moving into offices and changing the world. But, you know, twice a week or so, is this something that you guys want us to do? You find value in it? Give me a scale of one to 10. 10 is like, oh my God, I just need to see your face as often as possible. One is like, don't ever go live again. Give me some feedback. It's okay, Victoria. You can watch the replay. Good to see you on here. All right, guys. Rock and rolling. <laughs> I gotta go now. Client success director found me. It's time for me to rock and roll. I'm going to go get some cigars. See you guys.